0: Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Thursday, July 15th. Finding the great idea or investing in the innovations of the future are the secret ingredients for an industry changing rapidly. Where to place your bets, what technology will succeed, and how to approach a market that has an influx of capital, more new players than solutions, and opportunity seemingly around every corner. And if you're an investment arm of a traditional supplier... Could it be an opportunity to get in the game and create the solutions for yourself? Enter Hella Ventures, a corporate venture capital firm part of auto supplier Hella Lighting that is putting its money where its perception of opportunity is. Hella Ventures is all about the future and funding that future through creative means. This comes at a time when electric vehicle startups that went public through SPAC deals are trying to prove their worth to Wall Street as investors grow skeptical of their future and securities regulators scrutinize their books. Marco Marinucci, partner and head of Hello Ventures, which has a couple of investments in auto companies and SPAC deals, believes SPACs could be a good avenue for some automotive startups. He also says SPACs will remain an important and viable way for companies to obtain funding for technology that might not otherwise get developed. For his view on startups, SPACs, and the opportunities for Hello Ventures, We've reached Marco Marinucci in San Francisco. Marco, it's a pleasure to meet you. Welcome to Daily Drive. How are you?
1: Hey, Jason. I'm uh, doing well. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, you're welcome. And uh, we have you at a pivotal point uh, in, a, in and around a subject that has been discussed many times on the show. But I think you can shed a little extra light on it for us, which is, of course, the SPAC market. But let's begin by talking about Hello Ventures. And give us a little bit of an overview of uh, its place within the Hella Lighting family, how it was formed, and your role there.
1: Absolutely, um, yeah. So it, we were formed about um, five and a half years ago, and our role in uh, within the company is um, basically to provide technology innovation and process innovation uh, from the outside um, through uh, uh, the tool of finding startups. Um, in in that field, uh, we we invest in companies all the way from like uh, seed stage, all the way to Series um, uh, C, even pre-IPO. Um, and uh, first and foremost, the target is uh, to to find um, technology uh, innovation and, and process innovation for for Hella. Um, but also, what we uh, what what positions us uniquely. In the end, is uh, that that we try to find um, a strong mix between um, uh, s- strong financial investments and satisfy the need um, of Hella to 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 have uh, technology and process innovation, and and, and we we at, um, act exactly at on this intersection. Um, to my role, uh, I co-founded the uh, corporate VC, and I've been running it for the last three years. Um, I sit in San Francisco uh, with a small team. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's about it.
0: A lighting supplier I- as a VC, or at least having an arm as a VC. This is not something that uh, uh, those who've been watching the supplier industry would have ever predicted prior to this point in time, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, the one thing that uh, many people um, uh, uh, will be surprised is that um, Hella really came from the lighting side, but more than 50% of the revenue these days comes from uh, electronics, um, like body control modules, like radar, um, like um, rain and light sensors, like car access systems, um, like environmental sensors and so on. And so... Um, we've been developing uh, LiDAR in the past. Uh, we have uh, had uh, computer vision uh, products that, that uh, we just sold actually to VW. So there, were, um, uh, there, there are a lot of products that fit very well into the um, automated driving space, into the electrification space. In the uh, electrification side, Hela has strong presence with um, uh, battery management systems, with DC-DC converters, onboard chargers. Um, and so even in, in that space, there's a strong representation. And then um, same with the connected car side, uh, where um, Hela plays a major role on the diagnostic side as well, uh, where, um, you know, ha- having access to diagnostic data uh, and repair instructions can be very attractive uh, for, for many companies that are in the space of uh, connected cars uh, or connected fleets. Uh, so there's, there's quite a bit of things that, uh, that we can contribute to.
0: What's your background, Marco?
1: Um, myself, I studied electrical engineering. Uh, I actually grew up in uh, the headquarter town uh, of Hella in Germany. My, my father has worked for Hella uh, himself for 45 years. Um, so, so have also my grand uh, grandparents. Um, and I uh, studied electrical engineering, did an MBA in Germany, um, four years of uh, coursework uh, in a uh, PhD in business and management. Um, and then came to Detroit. Actually, uh, spent uh, a few years there uh, in program management. Um, got to know not only um, you know automotive from the outside, but also from the inside, running those programs um, on the manufacturing side. And then, uh, yeah, and then started out well, of interest about five and a half years ago.
0: So, give us your view of the spec market. So much conversation, a number of high-profile specs, uh, obviously over the course of, uh, of the last couple of years. Um, some of them uh, having encountered some some pretty serious issues. You believe, though, that SPACs will continue to be a viable way to finance what has been known as hard tech or technology in that automotive mobility sector. Why is that?
1: Well, let's take lidar as an example. Um, I personally, I'm I'm completely convinced that lidar in general is is a technology that. We as a society uh, will need to um, to allow self driving cars, and self driving cars allow you know almost you know, you know split the cost b- b- to to half of transporting anything, and so I I think we need technology like that. But I think one thing that Silicon Valley has realized over the last few years is that it takes way longer to develop these technologies, and it takes way more money than. Um, than they expected. And, you know, we from the automotive side, we were like, oh, surprise, surprise. (laughs) not really surprised. But uh, it kind of like um, creates a problem in the VC space because VC funds are set up in a way that they need to return funds within a 10-year lifecycle and often like from the investment to return more like six to seven years. And that just doesn't really work with LiDAR. Um, You know, even if they have a product ready today, uh, that is you know that they could go um, uh, towards an OEM and shop it around. It's going to take a year to win a project. it's going to take three years to develop the actual product. and then it's gonna take another one or two years to wrap up production. And so now we have like a five six year time frame after they develop the product that actually functions. And so that makes it really hard to finance it for venture capital. Um, and what specs now allowed and it could be anything else. But it's a late-stage financing tool um, that allows uh, effectively uh, those those hard tech companies and deep tech companies um, to to access a, a larger pool of capital, and then allows VCs to recycle their investment much earlier than they would have had uh, uh, than it was possible in the past. And um, yeah, so so in that context, in my opinion, that's that's a very good thing because hard tech becomes um, uh, a VC topic much more than it used to be in the last few years,
0: and in fact, you would argue perhaps that some companies, burgeoning companies, uh, even ones that had value and were credible, might not otherwise make it in the market without this vehicle.
1: Exactly. So that's that's the exact point. Um, I, I I think like um, especially in Silicon Valley, a lot of the LIDAR companies got like a little bit of a bad taste in terms of like um, it's hard to make money with it. Um, but if you look into the mechanics of, of of how the cash flows will happen over time, it's not that they're bad companies. It's simply it takes longer, it takes much longer than consumer tech, than software companies, uh, the enterprise sales or consumer software, and so it's simply not as attractive. Um, and specs now offer uh, a vehicle effectively to recycle the venture capital money um, and and make it more attractive as an investment.
0: We'll hear more from Hello Ventures partner
2: and leader Marco Marinucci. after this. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every 3 minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory. Sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362.
0: You follow an index that has been closely watching all automotive SPACs. Uh, the CNBC SPAC 50 index, a lot of volatility there and average price per share has plummeted just in the last six months, but you're, you're all in. And in fact, tell me about the two companies that Hella Ventures, um, is, is in, is really invested in, uh, and, and the plans that you have for later this year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. the overall index at this point is somewhere where it used to be in in march uh, in, in in january february of 2021 so uh, i think there was a, a certain hype that we saw um and you know hype happens um but i think it's not justified to have a, a spec uh stock that is uh you know that will merge eventually with uh lucid be valued at $50 when you know, you're really just buying a piece of an asset that, you know, reflects the money in a trust that is worth only 10 bucks. That's just irrational. That's hype. Uh, You know, um, and and these things happen, Uh, but um, that doesn't really change um, the mechanics of specs. It doesn't really change, uh, I think, the outlook of them and and how many have already been raised and how much money is locked up in trust. Um, So talking about those two companies, um, uh, AI um, actually uh, is, a, is well, AI is a lighter company, uh, and uh, they cleared uh, the S four yesterday with the SEC, uh, and will plan to uh, have a shareholder meeting within the next month, and then go uh, finally public uh, probably towards the end of August. Um, so we are very excited about that because we were able to uh, raise a significant amount of money uh, that will get us to cash flow positive. Um, and uh, with the partnerships with companies like Continental, uh, with Hella, uh, but also uh, with General Motors or Subaru, we're very excited because th- th- this is real. Um, and, uh, and I believe long term, you know, we, we, we will see the benefits of investing in, um, you know, in, in, in real tech that, that functions and using specs in a morally and ethically uh, correct way. Um, then the other thing uh, that we see uh, that we the other company we invested in is Wejo, uh, which is a connected uh, car data platform. Um, we invested in Wejo just in February last year, uh, this year, and um, but we were blown away by how uh, advanced their platform is. Uh, they effectively build out. So in in the market uh, in the marketplace, you always need a buy side and a sell side. And the buy side, meaning, um, yeah, the, the, the supply side, basically, sorry, the supply side, uh, is, uh, represents basically all the OEMs that send data to the platform. And that side is very well built out, um, which is extremely difficult to do. So you're basically negotiating with somebody like a general motors to give you their data to then sell it to third parties, like governments, like mapping companies and so on. And, um, but they've done it, and and uh, with, with with over 11 million vehicles uh, always live on the platform. So we found that very um, astonishing. Um, also, the depth of the data, so you can basically see if, um, let's say, the, uh, the 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 driver uh, and and the rest of the people in the vehicle are buckled up. You can see if the windshield wipers are on. You can see if the lights are on. You can see if the radar emergency uh, braking system was triggered or the lane. Um, uh, departure warning was triggered. So all these things are very valuable information for um, so many different use cases that we can't even imagine or uh, extrapolate how many buyers we'll, we'll see. Uh, and so we we found that very, very intriguing, very um, attractive. Um, and so, yeah, for them, it's the same thing. It needs now a lot of capital to, to build out the buy side. Effectively, it's a very fragmented market uh, that you have to go after. Um, and so it makes a lot of sense uh, to to use a vehicle like a SPAC or a growth uh, equity financing um, to, to, uh, to accelerate that growth.
0: You say it's a very fragmented market. Is it too fragmented?
1: I wouldn't say it's, uh, well, it, it, it's, it's hard to tell. Um, the repeat, repeatability uh, is definitely there. But the customers are fragmented. So, um, so you know, there's many insurance companies. There is many um, municipalities. Uh, there's not so many mapping companies. But there's, for example, retail that will be interested in this data as well. Um, uh, governments for planning their roads. Um, so, you know, and 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 um, that's kind. Of, that's definitely fragmented. But I believe it's it's certain pockets of customers where the reputability of the product is given. Uh, and with that, um, it uh, the scalability is given as well.
0: When we think about the significant number of SPAC exits that Hello Ventures has had compared with other similar sized VCs, one has to wonder how you're managing to achieve that. So, this the special question is: What's the secret sauce? <laughs> um,
1: we, uh, you know, we we found uh, that there is a correlation between. Um, companies that are further along and companies that work very well with a corporate uh, together. Uh, so we found uh, we started the exact opposite route with like very early stage companies and found that it's very hard to make that work with corporates. Um, and so there is a correlation between that, uh, not necessarily the causation then that that ends up to be SPACs, but like, yeah, if you look at later stage companies, that um, uh, you know, uh, collected a lot, a lot of money already, and have uh, large teams, and have uh, a product market fit. Then the next question, of course, before you invest is like, how is this investment going to return anything? Um, and uh, currently, often the um, the answer is facts. Um, and so uh, there is definitely a correlation between those two things that leads to um, uh, more of those investments. Uh, which um, are financially attractive, which for us is ultimately also very important because that's how we finance ourselves.
0: Do you think this strategy is exclusive to Hella ventures, or could you or how could other investors or limited partnerships benefit from a similar approach?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think I think um, to get into a pre-spec deal that is financially attractive, um, it, it always depends on like what do you bring to the table? Um, and it's, it's important uh, to, to understand what does the company want, uh, what do the VCs want, because you're going to dilute them if you come in at a attractive valuation. Uh, and um, are you in a position to you know, realistically um, pitch that you're making the pie bigger for everyone? And if you can do that, um, I think everyone is very welcoming uh, of, 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 of corporates or uh, even an independent venture fund coming into a pre-spec round, um, but typically it comes with, okay, we have a corporate that does X, Y, Z, it can help with, uh, accelerate certain businesses, uh, or we have certain LPs that can open certain doors. Uh, or certain these are again automotive corporates and can be part of the uh, of the, of, of the uh, business journey of those companies. And when you can combine that uh, and, and convince um, VCS and the uh, startup that, um, that you're actually going to provide this value, uh, that's that's a strategy that we've been uh, following uh, pretty actively.
0: Finally, Marco, uh, where does this all go from here? Uh, I, if I asked you to predict it it'd probably be too impossible for you to to gauge uh, you'd be you would definitely uh, be a um, perhaps even more successful than you have been already but where does it all go
1: well i think i think what what uh what we will need on this backside definitely is regulation uh and we, we we need to make sure that the trust uh, in the public markets um stays high uh, we've had you know a few incidents um that i would call a dent in the road but um, uh, I, I think if we can uh, ensure in a, in a certain way that uh, we do ethically and morally correct deals uh, uh, where we actually see the benefit for, for, for the greater good then um, uh, I think uh, specs will definitely remain we have like in the market right now over 700 specs that are already collected their money and and saved it in the trust Uh, so that's very different from a venture fund the money is not committed the money is actually locked up in the trust Uh, so this money needs to be deployed otherwise nobody gets paid Um, so there is going to be a strong willingness uh, to uh, keep um, spec in companies but i think what we are seeing is that there's a shift towards uh, a little bit later stage a little bit less risky type of uh, businesses um, that also helps the uh, spec sponsors, and spec founders, uh, effectively to you know understand much better what they're investing in and what they're spec.
0: We appreciate the overview, uh, and wish you all of the best of luck as you navigate this rather interesting time in the venture capital um, automotive supplier world. Thanks for your perspective.
1: Thanks, thanks, Jason. Thanks, uh, thank you for the invite.
0: We reached Marco Marinucci in San Francisco, and that's Daily Drive for Thursday, July 15th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com, and for a library of hundreds of interviews and over a million lessons, go to autonews.com slash Daily Drive. We'll be back Friday.